1: children and my wife I thank my lucky star to be living here today but the flag still stands for freedom and they can't take that away and I'm proud to be an American where at least I know I'm free and I won't forget the men who died Gave that sight through me And I gladly stand up next to you And admit her till today But there ain't no doubt I love this land God bless the
2: USA Unmuted Welcome, you guys. It's Let's talk politics with Frederick Wilson and Kathy Taylor. We appreciate you tuning in tonight.
1: focus
2: on um, uh, the situation uh, that is um, kind of near and dear, kind of ticking me off, kind of. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. we had a death of a young man in Brunswick, Georgia. I'm just going to say that. A death of a young man in Brunswick, Georgia, and um, the situation is, is uh, what is happening, I think is going to getting worse, is dividing our country up between what seems to be reasonable and, 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 and logical and, and justice and uh, the cover-up that seems to be going on in brunswick georgia it's kind of hitting home because brunswick is just an hour away from here right in jacksonville just an hour north of us and a lot of people commute back and forth between brunswick and georgia i happen to know a few people that live there as well but um you i run with, with aubrey you know um we're going to talk about that we're going to talk about candace owens if you're not familiar with her we'll break that down but she's she's a conservative talk person and uh, she's giving her spew on it. And it's uh, some things that just can't get behind Candace on and letting Kathy here, well, but she got ticked off. She's mad. She, she will. Okay. We're going to talk about Amada, but we'll tell you about that later. But um, that's going to be the focus. we well, I was going to talk about Donald Trump because he said, if you want a test for coronavirus, you can get a test. He also had a um, conference today, a news conference today. He ended kind of abruptly with uh, going back and forth with some of the uh, reporters asking questions and, you know, another another uh, threat, or I should say, another threat, another accusation of racism. We're going to talk about that. We're going to take a look at what Joe Biden, his accuser Miss uh, Reed, is, and what she's talking about. Mead, what's her name? Rita Mead, Tara Reed. T- 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 Tell Reed and what she's talking about. So we got a full show, but we're really going to break down this Ken Owens Owen's um, situation. So call number you're listening to is 917 932 917 Or you can listen to us live at www.blogtalkradio.com slash survive365. Again, I'll say it, www.blogtalkradio.com slash survive365. So as always, press the one button, and uh, to be a part of the show, uh, we love to have uh, your input. So what we're going to do is take us a quick break, so you can uh, get yourself situated. We want you to text about five people, five of your friends. Text them, tell them to tune in, text them the call number. Tell them to tune in. Kathy and I will do the rest, and you will have a friend for life. They will they will think that you are highly intelligent and involved in your community, and your 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 status in the community and respect will shoot up tremendously. Am I right, Kathy?
3: You are
2: right. All right. So stay tuned, and uh, we'll be right back.
1: more to wellness than diet and exercise, much more. Join the journey to better quality of life. Here's today's My Spirit Fitness Wellness
2: Moment with your host, Belisha Love.
4: There's more to wellness than a good diet and exercise, much more. My Spirit Fitness is about finding ways to live with less stress and create happiness while on the daily grind. Picture this. Wellness is like tasting an award-winning bowl of gumbo. We celebrate all of the joys by adding key ingredients to please the palate and warm the heart. My Spirit Fitness is a daily two-minute show. I call it edutainment, education and entertainment. It helps people squeeze out the delicate joys of life to live longer and with more passion, youth and creativity. Wellness doesn't have to be boring. Hi, I'm Felicia Love. I'm a multimedia professional, a wellness expert, and author of Brave Leap to Freedom, integrating mind, body, and spirit to cultivate healthy relationships. In these segments... I'll be teaching keys to yoga, meditation, healthy relationships, and how to become your own personal trainer. With the My Spirit Fitness Wellness Moment, I simply provide steps to inspire people to win at personal sustainability for our families and our communities. They depend on it. Let's face it, we can't wait on Obamacare. As your wellness strategist, the sky is a limit on relatable topics and healthy benefits. Just like that prized bowl of gumbo, taste and presentation provide a perfect measure of bliss.
1: My Spirit Fitness, covering all corners of wellness to help you balance career and family, relationships, and quality life. Thank you for liking, following, sharing, Google Pluses, watching, and listening to My Spirit Fitness. sometimes, I slow, Sometimes
2: I quick, Welcome back. Welcome back It's let's talk politics with Frederick Wilson and Kathy Taylor if you're just tuning in, you chose the right time. We're coming back where as I said, we're going to discuss at a moment um Candace Owens and I just keep saying her name because I'm really ticked off about her and the death of our brother up in Brunswick, Georgia. But we're now we're gonna put that on pause for a moment because what we gotta talk about we're going to go and do some history too because we're history buffs and we like to do that. But before I do that, we gotta give our we gotta give our a little um, understanding of how we do things. This is a family show, right, Catherine? Okay. Okay, and we do not allow cursing on the show. So we want you to get your point across, but we've we, we got to have you say it in a way in which you can leave your kids in the room and walk out and not worry about what's being heard. And so if you decide to use foul language on the show, Kathy and I will hang up on you, and we're going to talk about you like a dog, and there's nothing you can do about it because we hung up on you behind. Right, Kathy?
1: That's right.
2: All right. So the problem is what we're going to have today is why I got to say this. I'm really not saying this to you guys because you already know that. I'm saying this to Kathy because <laughs> Kathy heard the Candace Owens clip, and she's like she's about to say some bad words. So if she says some bad words, I'm going to take her microphone and hang up on her, and, and we all are going to take turns talking about her like a dog. So she already knows the rules apply to everybody. Uh, so you hear that, Catherine? I hear it. Okay, the rules apply to everybody. And so that's just how it's going to have to be. But uh, also what we like to say, is too, is to understand this, uh, this is our opinions. We, we try and we'll, we'll back it up with facts. We, we can be wrong. It's possible. Uh, we do our research, and we try and bring the truth to you and the facts, but we could be wrong. So, as always, don't take what we say on this show, anything you hear anywhere, newspaper, writings, TV, or your friends, don't take it for automatic truth unless it's consistent with what you already know to be true. Um, homework. Because if you base your life decisions on someone's misinformation, then you're probably not going to wind up where you want to go. So always do your homework so you can know that you know that you know, all right, because people will mislead you. Kathy and I I are not trying to do that, but there are people out there that do. All right, so we got that. Understand that. Do your homework. So we're going to start off with this day in history. Anything you want to talk about? Anything spectacular?
3: we starting
2: off with this day history. Go ahead, what you
3: got? First of all, I just want to say that he let me hear the video of Candace Owen right before the show, so he upset me right before the show. So let's start there. All right, so in this day of history, in 1961, um, President Kennedy ordered more troops to South Vietnam. I'm sorry. Why? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the thing is too loud. Oh. All right. All right, um, he approved sending 400 special um, forces troops and 100 other military um, advisors to South Vietnam. Um, this is the same day um, that we started a, basically a clandestine warfare against North North Vietnam, and this was conducted by the South Vietnamese, so we were actually sending troops to help the South Vietnamese, the Vietnamese and they, of course, were working under the direction and the training of the CIA during this time, that and our special forces. But while that sounds good, that RCIA and the special forces were helping, ain't nobody. We ain't win that. <laughs> we ain't win that. No, we didn't do no justice on that. <laughs> nope. So um, that happened on the same history in 1961. All right. So in 1981, um, this is the day that reggae star Bob Marley dies at age 36. Dang. Yeah.
2: Yeah. He died of like toe cancer or something, right? What? You're like cancer in his foot that it didn't he didn't get fixed. But yeah. You know that. Oh, you don't believe that? Okay, okay look it up. But well, he died today in this nineteen eighty one. And of course it, you know, sent shockwaves all across the world because of his music. Yeah, but you, but you can't there. say it
3: like that. You can't feel like he had toe cancer. Okay, go ahead. No, I mean it started off that way, but it metastasized and went to the rest of his body. So yeah. when you say it seemed like he just had cancer in his toe. Okay, well it started off there. Yeah. And but, it but because of his
2: Beliefs he didn't he didn't get the treatment that the doctors were recommended right and that led to it going to his brain and his liver right and lungs okay so and of course you know people still listen to Bob Marley great musician and it, it wasn't it not just because he made music and his music sounded good but it was because his music had meanings and messages and people still play his stuff even today you know people never even seeing Bob Marley living kids you know ten years old fifteen years old put on some reggae and said they want to hear some Bob Marley. And uh, you know, he's he's like their grandfather really, and, and age wise he would be. So it's 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 um you know, it's a testament to what he stood for and what it was about and it was a definitely a shock to the world when Bob left us. Left the void too. I can listen to his reggae. I ain't big on reggae. Can you listen to reggae all yeah. day
3: long? Well, I mean, not all day long, but I, can't. I can do it. I, I, I used about, to get to like the reggae
2: clubs and stuff, so Oh no, I can get about four or five Okay, I don't understand uh-huh. half the crap y'all saying. All right, <laughs> next <laughs>
3: Okay I'll
2: just say it <laughs> Yeah Go ahead
3: What's the next one What's the next one Alright So the last one For this day in history Is actually not the sad one This day in history In 1985 Um 50 people Are gonna die In a soccer stadium In England In Bradford, England Um It happened when They had a wood A wooden roof That was scheduled To be replaced And it was gonna be replaced By a steel roof It was actually supposed To happen later that week Um But um While people were in the stands, they were celebrating, um, and basically the fire broke out. Nearly halfway through it, the fire broke out um, in one of the main stands, and they tried to move to the um, field to escape the flames, and people really weren't that concerned. They were like, oh, we can move away from this. Um, But within minutes, it spread up through the wooden roof and quickly engulfed the um, flames and all the fans that were underneath so it took about four minutes for the entire roof to burn. Just four? Four. Wow. It was wood. Okay. and it was supposed to be demol you know, demolished and switched.
2: Okay. I guess that fire make took care of that, right?
3: Yeah, and other people too. Oh yeah, that's
2: sad that part. But nothing nothing else is really jumping off to us in here no. this
3: week, so So but I do want to talk about um something this week. Really this weekend has been a crazy weekend in terms of people that we lost, um on the number of stars that um died. Okay. So over the weekend, um, um, Andre Harrell died. He was big in hip hip hop. If you don't know who he is, he started uptown records. He was one of the, he's the person that is responsible for, um, discovering, um, Sean puppy combs. Mm-hmm. Um, basically he worked with him. He mentored him. He was, he interned with him and everything. He mentored him and helped puppy became, become who he um, basically is today. So he passed over the weekend at um age 59. Um, that's kinda young. Yeah. Um, Betty Wright. Um, Betty Wright was a soul singer, R and B singer known for um clean up woman. She was a clean up woman. Mm. Um, Tonight is the night and where is the love? She died at age sixty six over the weekend. Wow. Yep. Then we lost Little Richard. Um, Little Richard um died over the weekend. Of course you know who he is. Um a very influential um musician. Uh, so many people have come out and gave tributes to how much he um, meant to them and how much he influenced their music.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, big
3: rock and roll um, hits during the 1950s, Tootie Fruity. Um,
2: you remember dancing Tootie Fruity,
3: don't you? <laughs> so, um, unfortunately, he died um, on Saturday at age 87. Um, then we have Jerry Stiller. Jerry Stiller is a comedian and actor. He's best known for um, playing Frank Costanza on Seinfeld.
2: Mm. He's a dad of Yeah.
3: He has been still his dad. He died at um age ninety two from natural causes. Um but also he was on oh man, I can't remember the name of the show the other show he was on. Where he was um the dad in that one too. Oh well. I can't remember Oh well. Care about daddy. Yeah. So unfortunately we lost Quite a lot causes. of people. Yeah. Well, except for he wasn't giving it. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Sorry. All right, so um, that, I mean, that wraps up a weekend of death when it comes to celebrities.
2: Yeah, this is not a good weekend to remember.
3: No. I mean, but 2020 ain't been great either. Can we start from the beginning? Exactly, because I'm like, 2020 sucks. Can I get a do-over? Can we start from
2: the beginning? We're going to start knowing that coronavirus is coming. We'll go ahead and shut down China. (laughs) Shut down all that stuff. We shut that down on December 31st. (laughs) Nothing else comes from China. They don't even want Chinese movies in this thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just saying. Let's get on with it. Get on, Catherine. Speaking of death, we got some sad stuff to report. Kind of ticking me all the way off. we ready to get down to the, to the, to the meat of this show today? Sure. You sure? Mm-hmm. All right. The meat of this show. He's about a young man. He would have been twenty-five no, years. No, twenty-six. He was twenty-six
3: on Friday. Yeah, he was what twenty-five. Was he would
2: have been twenty-six on this past Friday, three days ago. His name is Ahmad Aubrey. Everybody say Ahmad Aubrey.
1: On the
2: outskirts, Catherine, I want to be more specific. Ahmad Aubrey was jogging on February twenty-third of this year. He. Dragging through our neighborhood And happened to We saw a house that was under construction Went inside and looked around And Came back out and continued on his jog Uh, While he was going inside Or while he was inside Some neighbors saw A person going inside This house is under construction And called 911 Uh, Two people were there, a father and a son. What are the names, Catherine?
3: I don't know. The McManuses. Oh, McMichael.
2: McMichael's. Yeah, but who cares? Who cares? Uh, they happen to hear or get the call. This is the father and son combination. The father calls his son. Father gets his shotgun. No,
3: father gets his Three fifty
2: seven. Excuse me. The son has a shotgun. And they say, hey, we're going to go and find out if this is a guy that had been part of the string. Of of a string of, of uh, robberies that's been going on in the neighborhood. They, they
3: didn't say
2: the, they were going to find out if that was a guy. What did they say? They said it was a guy. They said it was <laughs> okay. a guy, excuse me. We're going to go ahead and make a citizen's arrest. So we're not going to let this guy get away because, again, there's a string of robberies in our neighborhood and it um, looks like this could be the one. So they load up the truck and they go after him. And they catch up to him. He runs around. He goes another way. A, a guy in another truck behind him, according to uh, the report, uh, blocks him off. is unsuccessful. Tried to block him off, and Aubrey and runs a different direction. Now he's running towards the first truck with the two gentlemen, if you will. Uh, one of them is already outside the truck with his, with his shotgun. Aubrey runs around he's on the driver's side the guy with the shotgun. Aubrey runs around the passenger side. All this has been recorded by the second guy and then the following vehicle, the vehicle following him and uh we don't see how the fight begins because it's right in front of the first truck and this, right, and you can see um the fight going on. three shots go off and One man is dead. The wrong man is dead. And, of course, the wrong man being Aubrey, he's dead now. And uh, the cover-up begins. What do I mean by the cover-up? Well, of course, the police are called. And the police somehow, when they decide to contact the mom, the family, they tell the family, hey, your son was killed in the middle of a home invasion, was
3: it? Um, In the middle of a burglary. In the middle middle um, of
2: a burglary. They told her
3: that... He was um, killed in the middle of a burglary. The um, homeowner came in, caught him. Um, they were fighting over the gun, and he was shot and killed.
2: That's the police telling the family of Ahmad that's what happened. But we know because of the video that's out that he was shot in the streets after being chased after not being in some home invasion, after it wasn't even the home that the home that he went into that was under construction, it wasn't even the home of the people that killed him. But the police spun that story. And that was February 23rd, 2020. Fast forward to last week, the video comes out, and then we have the outpour that's coming. Uh, why was this why did this wait so long? Well, one, because people say the COVID nineteen situation, everything is shut down, things are slowed down. Okay. Two because the powers that be in Brunswick said this is a justified killing. There's no need to do any more investigation. These two gentlemen, the Mac what did they mean? The Mac Who's?
3: McMichaels.
2: McMichaels, I hate them, I didn't say their name.
3: Then we keep asking the McMichaels
2: weren't yeah. even arrested. <laughs> and they've been living their lives, I guess Pretty normally, I guess.
3: They've been chilling for two and a half months.
2: Two and a half months after this man has been shot dead in the streets like a dog. So here we are trying to make heads of this. And uh, Candace Owens.
3: Before we get on Candace Owens. Okay. Okay. I think it's important to talk about, um, you just came, gave a recap of the case, but you kind of didn't recap why there were no arrest me. Um, and right after the shooting, the first um, district attorney that got the case had to recuse herself because um, the senior Mr. McMichael um, used to work in the district attorney's office for 20 years. So because he used to work in that district attorney's office, the first district attorney um, did recuse herself. It has now since come out that the city commissioner from, one of the city commissioners from Brunswick has now come out and said that That district attorney, before recusing herself, actually said not to arrest anyone. So she was supposedly, according to the city commissioner and according to what some of the police have said, was the first person to say that um, no one should be arrested. So that's one. Um, She recuses herself, and it goes to another um, district attorney. Um, That district attorney is a man by the name of George Barnhill. And George Barnhill um, was actually going to keep this case, except for Mr. Aubrey's mother kept pushing for um, him to recuse himself because um, District Attorney Barnhill's son worked in the district attorney's office that Mr. McMichaels used to work in.
1: Mm.
3: So she felt like that was a conflict of interest. I agree with her. So she kept pushing for him to mm. recuse himself. Which he finally did, but not before. Um, well, he did recuse himself, but in the same letter in which he is um, recusing himself, that he sent to um, the Glenn County Police Department to the Captain John Tom Jump, he goes on to say, "Yes, he's recusing himself. Mm-hmm. Aubrey feels like there's some bias, and he thinks which is unfounded, but I'm going to recuse myself and the people who work for me."
2: Yeah, let's hear about this letter. You want to get a little piece of that? Okay. So. But it's after recusing himself. So, so recusing what means he's too he's too close to the situation, and you can't trust his opinion. So he just gonna bow out. That's where recusing is, and that happens. That happens often because you want to keep justice. You want to make Lady Justice supposed to be blind. So go ahead, and and this is what. This guy does after he recuses himself.
3: Okay, so this letter is kind of long, and you can find it. It's online. But it starts off by him saying how he's going to recuse himself and why. He talks about the mother in there and why, you know, she wants him to recuse himself. But then he goes on to say, you know, after talking by telephone with you yesterday, I appreciate And since I've already given you my initial opinion the day after the shooting, I feel I can still comment on the limited issue. So he goes on to say, as to the case at hand, it is my professional belief that the autopsy confirms that we have what we already viewed as shown in the videotape with the photographs and from the witness statements taken immediately after the scene. The autopsy supports the initial opinion we gave you on February 24, of 2020 at the briefing room in Glen County Police Department. After reviewing the evidence you had at that time, we do not see grounds for an arrest of any of the three parties. So he starts off by saying, basically, I recuse myself, but, hey, I don't think any of these people should be arrested.
2: Right. Go ahead and listen to me and my bias for (laughs) that you shouldn't be hearing because my opinion.
3: Ms. McMichael, Greg McMichael, and Brian Williams were following in high pursuit a a burglary subject with solid firsthand probable cause in their neighborhood, asking slash telling him to stop. It appears their intent was to stop and hold this criminal suspect until law enforcement arrived. Under Georgia law, this is perfectly legal. Now, he goes on to cite the Georgia law, which what he said was per- perfectly legal, but we already know from seeing the videotape ourselves that this actually doesn't fall under this law because it says... A private person may arrest an offender if the offender is committed in his presence or within his immediate knowledge. Did they, did he commit a crime? No. In their immediate?
2: No, he didn't commit a crime. And even if he did it, wasn't their immediate knowledge. Okay. So that's over too. 2.
3: And if the offense is a felony and the offender is escaping or attempting to escape, a private person may arrest him upon reasonable and probable cause of suspicion. Wow. Doesn't fit. Doesn't fit. But then he goes on to say, it clearly appears that Travis McMichael and George McMichael had firearms being carried in an open fashion. The investigation shows neither of them to be convicted felons or under felony supervision. They were in a motor vehicle owned by Travis McMichael. Under Georgia law, this is a legal open carry. So he goes to tell them why, hey, once again, leave them alone, because this is fine. And then fifth, the video made by William Bryan clearly... Here, appears Arbery was running alongside of the McMichael truck, then abruptly turned 90 degrees to the left and attacks Travis Mc, um, Michael, who was standing at the front left corner of the truck. Did you see the video? I saw the video. Did he run on the side of the truck? Or was it mm-hmm. that they were stopped in front of him and he, he tried, tried to, to go run around, around the side? The truck. Yeah, okay. he tried to go around
2: the because you can't go through the truck. Right, so. Cause,
3: and they were stopped and they so, blocked
2: the street. So you can't go through the truck. The guy was on the left side, so holding a shotgun. Yeah, so he went around the other side. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
3: Okay. A brief skirmish ensues in which it appears Aubrey strikes McMichael and appears to grab the shotgun and put it, pull it from McMichael. The first shot is through Aubrey's right hand palm, which is consistent with him grabbing and pulling the shotgun at the barrel for a shotgun, as depicted in the video. The angle of the second shot, with the rear of the buttstock being pushed away and down from the. Far- with the upward angle of the blood prune shown in the video and that McMichael was attempting to push the gun away from Aubrey while Aubrey was attempting to pull it towards himself. The third shot appears to be in a struggle over the gun. The angle of the shots in the video showed this was this from the beginning or almost immediately became a fight over the shotgun. Given the fact Aubrey initiated the fight.
5: Oh,
2: yeah, that's a fact.
3: Yes. At the point Aubrey grabbed the shotgun, under Florida, oh, sorry, Georgia law, McMichaels was allowed to use deadly force to protect himself. Just as importantly, we, while we know McMichael had his finger on the trigger, we do not know who caused the firing. Aubrey would only have to pull the shotgun approximately one-sixteenth to one-eighth of an inch to fire the weapon himself, and in the height of the altercation, this is entirely possible. Aubrey's mental health records and prior convictions help explain his apparent aggressive nature and his possible thought pattern to attack an armed man. See that, that
2: apparent aggressive nature, see that. that, that, that.
3: For the above and foregoing reasons, it is our conclusion there's insufficient probable cause to issue arrest warrants at this time. However, you recuse yourself. Why are you still talking?
2: Again, he, he dropped he planted the seed. He planted the seed for folks to follow his lead. Yeah, I'm gonna quote unquote recuse myself, but you know what to do. I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you the right up so you already know no matter what comes out of it, you know which way to go. It's kinda like when, you know, you be in court and and the and, and the uh attorney will say something and then they'll, they'll 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 the other side will 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 wanna say, Hey, that you know, you couldn't say that and they're like, Okay, I'm sorry, I, I retract that statement. You can't unhear it. You already heard it objection all right i'm sorry your honor really you already said it the jury heard it you planted a seed you don't say enough to get some kind of you know get some kind of penalty from the court but you say just enough because you want to plant those little seeds of dissension in the brains of the jury and that's the same thing he did he just put it flat out it's not enough information here but of course you don't need to listen to me i'm just a man that you normally listen to who normally does these things but you don't need to listen to me today it's a the fact that he was aggressive, the fact that he started to fight, the fact that this is just him. He, 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 yeah. Go ahead, Catherine.
3: No. I'm just trying to understand how he was an aggressive, but they went and got their guns and chased after him. And then they laid in wait because they passed him, blocked the street, and waited for him.
2: Because he is an animal. And these are just good white people trying to protect their neighborhood. Okay. The animal was let loose. They had to bring the animal up under control. Everybody knows that. Duh. All right, what we got? We want to hear, let's hear what Candace Owens had to say. Let me tell you a little bit about Candace Owens. All right, Candace Owens, if you're not familiar, she is a, um, well, she's now Candace Amber Owens Farmer. She got married about a year ago now. She's an American conservative. Trump activism and her criticism of Black Lives Matter and the Democratic Party. Alright, so she's been and I don't understand it. She's been and testified up in, in the Senate on cases and different things of black and white and race and this, that and the other. And um so she's got a nice following. She's loved on Fox News and again she's loved. she's loved uh with with uh, a lot of conservatives 'cause some late she to me she's been falling off like Sean Hannity has to me, where you like, uh eh okay, you're not, you're not as good as I thought you were. And listening to what she had to say today, I'm like, okay, Candace, you feel way down in my book. But, again, she does still say some things that I agree with. But what I've done is I'm going to play the video of Candace. So that I want to stop, and we're going to have some discussions of her conversation because, mind you, now, a lot of people listen to this video, and a lot of people think that she's doing some things or saying some things that are are right on point we're gonna have to see. But we we're gonna you're gonna take a caller. Uh, we're gonna take a caller real quick and then we'll get down to it. Carla, welcome to the show It's Let's Talk Politics with Frederick Wilson and Kathy.
5: Can you hear Hello, me? Hello, Carla? Can you yeah. hear me? I would much rather Could listen to Yeah, this is Todd. I'd much rather listen to what Candace Owens says and then maybe bring me in after that if time permits.
3: Okay. okay. That's fine. All right. So
5: hold tight, we're gonna let Candace do our do the talking.
2: Candace, normally I talk about Kathy and say she's a relative of Kim Jong-un, and I do believe that. Uh, Kathy, if you Yet I'm not that,
3: Asian, so that's crazy.
2: I normally say that, and I normally say if you ever see a picture of her, she does got a little little, little uh, Asian in her eyes. I
3: know. You know,
2: whatever. I'm going to go ahead and put her on, on Candace over tonight. No, don't do that. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and call her Candace over. No, don't call me that. Yeah. All right, so here we go. This is Candace Owens,
0: and uh, listen. I haven't a video in a while, and I wanted to be sure to insert my opinion about this.
2: Hold on, a little technical difficulty. Is Rose? Okay.
0: Very viral case of Ahmad Arbery, um, who was being dubbed as just the job. Really, just the media's role in propaganda and how upsetting it is to me that Black America always seems to take the bait. Like I have to say, in this case, after all of the work that I have done these last three or four years to ring Black America, that they perpetuate, that is supposed to make us think that we are being chased by the Ku Klux Klan, and yet here we are, a couple of months later from the election. And there are black people running around saying that we're being lynched in Georgia. So let's just start with just the case and how it's been being reported. So first,
2: let's pause right there. So she sets it up as, um, this is just the media doing this. Cause again, every four years. To thwart uh black America. This is, this is what's happening. And, um, I'm not going for that. This happens more than every four years, and it happens in between elections. And the fact that, you know, you come up with this black America, black America, like we're so gullible and fall for this type of things, you're slipping, Candace. And to me, she already set it up as she's, she's already trying to come and be the appeaser. She's already coming. She's already coming out trying to do something that she's not supposed to do. Let me see what's going on. Let's play this a little bit more. You tell me what you think.
0: You are hearing that it is a modern-day lynching. That should instantly, if you are a black American, and American, make your ears perk up a little bit because there are not really modern-day lynchings that are taking place in America. Um, There are not lynchings taking place in general. I mean, even at the time, at the height of the Civil Rights Movement, when black people were actually being lynched, it was approximately 3,500 black people that were lynched from the entire period of 1882 all the way up until 1968. All right, so that's actually a very low number relative. Um, not saying that lynching is okay, obviously, but a very low number relative to the population that we had at that time, or the population um, that we
2: had. All so now let's take a look at the time she gave with these election. With these, she said with the lynching of 3,500 black folk between 1865 and 1968. Now, we know good and well, first, that that is a low ball number. We know good and well that, we, first of all, a lot of these lynches weren't counted because it was just black people getting lynched. We know that we lost uh, countless a number even in the uh, black Wall Street in the 1920s. We had a couple thousand people die right there. We know we lost almost a thousand at uh, Rosewood, so those two alone would pretty much count the two the, the numbers that Candace Owens is coming to when it comes to this quote unquote lynching that she says is happening or not happening. So I'm I'm still a little stuck on what she's talking about. Let's keep it going.
0: all the way up until 1968. So lynchings are not common in general. The idea that people are going around lynching people in 2020. All right, so before I even saw the video, because I just was interested in the reaction to see how far we're going to take it.
2: I'm going to put it in reverse. I had a little technical difficulty, but I want to hear this, so let's listen
0: when black people were actually being lynched. It was approximately 3,500 black people that were lynched from the entire period of 1882 all the way up until 1968, all right? So that's actually a very low number relative, um, not saying that lynching is okay, obviously, but a very low number relative to the population that we had at that time or the population um, that we had all the way up until 1968. So lynchings are not common in general. The idea that people are going around lynching people in 2020 America you can already know and you can smell that something is wrong with the story. All right, so before I even saw the video, because I just was interested in the reaction to see how far people we're going to take it, um, I, I saw that LeBron James issued a tweet, which, quite frankly, must have been the dumbest thing I have ever read. Uh, the tweet was that we are literally, we meaning black people, we are literally being hunted as soon as we walk outside of our own homes. So this is either laugh that loud, funny, or really stupid. My, my, In my opinion, it's both. LeBron James doesn't even touch his own car door handles. LeBron James is currently building a multi-million dollar, a hundred million dollar um, estate in Bel Air right now. Um, and LeBron James has a white chef. He's got white housekeepers. Um, LeBron James is somebody that has white people waiting on him hand and foot because he is successful and he has a lot of money and that's what comes with money and success. So the idea that he is out there perpetuating some idea that black Americans are literally being hunted for walking outside of their, uh, out of their doors. is pointedly ridiculous and should have made everybody go, okay, this is really dumb.
2: Uh, let's pause it right there. Now, Kathy, what, what is wrong with that? What does it matter that LeBron James has this, as she said, this $100 in is hundred million dollars state Bel bailout? Does that, that mean that black people aren't getting hunted? No, it doesn't.
3: What does what it matter if he got white people working for him? It, it doesn't matter because he was the same person who somebody
2: wrote, Nigger
3: nigga on his front
2: gate. On the front gate in his rich neighborhood. In his rich neighborhood. Okay, where he got white people working for him, oh. hand and foot. Okay. Because that's what happens when you're rich and successful, and that's yeah. what rich and success brings.
3: And even when you become rich, you're still black, right? You still a nigger. Okay. Trick, so daddy, said that. That. Trick yeah. daddy said
2: yeah. that. Trick daddy said that one so Uh huh. You got a Ph.D. <laughs> you got four degrees and a Ph.D. You still yeah. a nigger. Okay. I'm just checking. I'm just checking. So, and and the the fact that she comes and uses this, it, it just kind of throws me off. As far as what is your point in using this? Now, granted, I'm with her with the hyperbole. Like, we just ain't, black folks just ain't walking out their houses and getting shot. No, that ain't what happened. We just all just getting picked off one by one. But I think LeBron was, was emotional with that. But you cannot, you cannot deny that something seems wrong when we have these police officers, we have these, these folks, these, these white people killing black people in the way it's done, and, and nothing's really getting done about it. Nothing's get done. And what Canada's always does, which I see a lot of people, I'm, I'm going to call them appeasers uh, to the white conservatives and black conservatives that want to roll with that that mentality, is they, they like to redirect and talk about black-on-black crime. They like to redirect and talk about something else that's got nothing to do with this situation. And then it it, it, gets, it gets white folk happy, I guess. It gets, it gets folk doing what they want. It, it, it makes them feel good, I guess. And I'm just not – we're just going to call it out for what it is. It's got nothing to do with all the other stuff she's talking about. LeBron James, because he's got money, because he's got white people working for him. Nobody says all white people are racist. Nobody says all white people hate black people. So that's what she's trying to imply by saying he doesn't know what he's talking about because he's got white people working for him. That is, When she's talking about that stupid, you stupid.
0: Yeah. Okay, I'm just saying.
2: All right, Kat, do you want to say anything on this? No.
3: is just stupid. I mean, that's part stupid. I right, listen to her.
0: So I finally look at the video. I'm expecting, based on all of the rhetoric, on all of the articles, just saying that it's an example of a modern lynching, I'm fully expecting to see a video of a mob of white people, maybe with a rope, maybe with um, some guns, just marching down the street towards a black person so that they can kill him and make a mockery of him. That's that's what you should have expected.
3: What you got on there, Kevin? She's still an idiot. And why do you say that? Um, Because basically a lynching does not have to be a mob. Does it tend to be when we think about it? Yes. But there were two people armed with weapons that went after someone and they were the law. They thought they were the law, but they did not allow him to have a trial. They assumed, they said he's the person and we're going to chase him down. And then they killed him in the process.
2: Two people, but it was actually two cars.
3: Yeah, so the two car cars was and possibly three people. So technically,
2: mob. Yeah, because remember with the report that one of the McMichael said was that the other car was used to try and block off his escape, but it was unsuccessful. So that means there was two cars, participant three people. But you know, so she's trying to do an exaggeration, like if you see the big mob, like you see on Mississippi Burning, or and see some stuff these. out of '60s, or, or if you looked at um,
4: the Great Debaters.
2: But some of that effect where they got this big mob of people coming out, hanging out. That's, that's, that's your exaggeration. And that's the hyperbole she was saying we need to stay away from. That's the hyperbole she used to put this this picture in your head and then say this wasn't it. So, of course, it couldn't be a lynching. That's why I'm trying to figure out who she's trying to appease. What's she trying to get done? What was the motive? Let's see. Based on the
0: rhetoric that was perpetuating, everybody was outraged left and right because of this 10-second clip. I actually saw watching the video left me with more questions than answers. First and foremost, uh, the, he was not being pursued in the video, obviously. Um, it looked like he was running towards the car.
2: Right there. He was not being pursued in the video, obviously. Looks like he was running towards the car. So what it seems to me, now if you didn't know, if you just saw the video and didn't do any research, well, yeah, you could say he is running towards the car. But well, she didn't say why he was running towards the car. So, he
3: wasn't running towards the car as in I'm chasing this car. It was I'm running in a direction that this car is blocking, and I tried to run around the car.
2: But, see, that's what you say. Either if you haven't done your work, your homework, which means she shouldn't be speaking on this, or she's trying to cover up and make it seem like something that it's not which means she shouldn't be speaking on, on so either this. Either
3: way, she shouldn't be speaking on this.
2: Either way, because what she just said is not true. But because she's Candace Owens and she has a lot of following, there's going to be a whole lot of people that just be like, yeah, that's what happened because Candace said so, and they trust that she would say the truth. Listen up.
0: The two people who had guns, he went around and he attacked the person. So that actually left me with a lot of questions. Wow.
2: He went around and he attacked the person. Now, from the video I saw, we couldn't see who started the attack. But evidently, she's got some special eyes. She's got special connects. Somebody's got another video from a different angle that she's not sharing with the police, with the DA, with anybody, that she can see that Ahmad was the aggressor. How how did she do that, Catherine?
3: I don't know. I don't know. But let's just – okay, from the information that has come out from actually people who were there. We do know that they chased him down. Um, then when he turned to go another way, because he realized they were chasing him down, they sped to try to get in front of him again, which they did. They got in front of him, and then the other car was that was videotaping was behind him. So he's running, and he goes to go around the right side or the passenger side of the truck because the driver's side, the left side of the truck, has a man standing there with a shotgun.
2: So they boxed him in.
3: They boxed him in, and the father was on the top of the, was truck the bed of the truck in the bed of the truck with his
2: .357. Well, again, this is a black man, so he's got to be the aggressor, I guess.
3: Okay, and during the fight, in the video, you see the father hold up his gun like he was about to shoot.
2: And, and cocked it.
3: And he probably didn't shoot because he was afraid he was going to hit his own son.
2: Yep. Let's listen to what else Candace breaks down. I'm so glad we got Candace in our lives. no. Here we go. Talk to me, Candace.
3: Maybe she finally shut
2: up. Maybe she finally shut up. But in the meantime, does anybody, check, does anybody want to chime in on this so far? Todd, if you want to come in now, we're going to bring you on. Todd, what you got to say so
5: far? What LeBron James said was a gross exaggeration. I've heard him say things like that before. His, his opinion on this matter should not be considered relevant as the pursuit of justice, as it applies to the pursuit of justice. What Candace Owens has said should not be considered relevant as it applies to the pursuit of justice either. What should be considered relevant is that the people that were in control of the property that he walked in and walked out of never bothered to call the police, and they stated the reason they didn't call the police because he just walked in and walked out. At the most, he's guilty of trespassing, okay, at the most. And then second, Then the second thing that should be considered is This was unaggravated by him at all. So it was an unaggravated assault. And and just pulling a weapon on somebody is considered an assault in most jurisdictions in this country if you don't have just cause. Did you all know that? Right. Okay. Yeah. Including the state of Georgia. Um, He was shot trying to get away. It's, It's completely understandable that if you got somebody with a gun right up on your face, you can't outrun the bullet, so you're going to fight. That's completely understandable. Okay? Exactly. And then the um, two prosecutors that separated themselves from this case were grossly, grossly um, committing acts of misconduct, and they don't need to be prosecutors anymore. The third, prosecu- the third prosecutor who initially said he wanted a grand jury – I'm very familiar with this this particular – Pursuit in the um, state right. of Georgia You didn't need a grand jury You never needed a grand jury It shouldn't even have been something that was considered And this was An unaggravated assault And this was first degree murder And those are the things that are relevant here And I'm still I'm going to look now Because I didn't look before Because I, I thought it would have come up by now But I'm going to look now The name or names that should have been Put out loudly and clearly were the officers or officer that was on the scene, and we oh, have yeah,
3: they're people. all there if you go the police report is out, and you can see every it lists um all no, I mean, I was telling it I lists mean, in the, all media, of the officers that were there
5: hmm? the new the news that should have been the first thing that they kept put, put, putting out there who were the officers on the scene because this as when somebody gets shot fleeing, you have to have some just cause for why you shot them other than that they were fleeing. And these people should have been taken into
3: custody.
5: custody. These people should have been taken into into custody for unlawful use of a firearm. Period.
3: Well, you know, you know the first they're saying that the first um, district attorney, the woman, I can't think of her name right now. um, She was the one that told them not to make an arrest.
5: She doesn't have she doesn't have that um, jurisdiction.
3: Well, they listened to her.
5: They should have. Uh, They should have been arrested on the scene. This man yeah. Do you know how long it takes I to it I I I know I know this sounds real sarcastic, but I wish more people thought like this. It takes 25 years to make a 25-year-old person, and you cannot make the same one twice.
4: This person yep. is gone. Mm-hmm. This person
5: is gone, and he died in a most undignified way on the street. I said he died like a champion, though. He went out fighting, though he went out running from a, running as he should have been running having not been no, able he to fight around on when he got when his back got to the wall though he started fighting well yeah he was he fought but he ultimately he did what you need to do if it's if it's, you outnumbered like that yeah you it fight it was so it was so undignified man I, I, this, yep. and this and this this guy guy's retired police officer and I, and I, w- I would not be surprised to find out if he's done something like this before Exactly. Nene. look at this case, but let's get this playing. Hold that thought we gotta get this playing so we that's get the thing,
3: though, They tried to bring up um Ahmad's stuff, but they didn't give out no information about him.
5: So Ahmad's stuff ain't stuff ain't relevant. He was this.
3: I know this it's was not, relevant. but I'm just saying that's the point of you ain't bring up nothing about what this um the
5: other family does. Yeah,
3: what they've done. And they're
0: the ones who actually committed the crime.
2: Okay, all right, let's listen to Candace, Hold on, here we go.
0: The person who was recording the video was obviously catching up to the situation. He hadn't been trailing this person. Um, And I just wanted to know, how did everybody watch this 10-second clip and instantly think that this person uh, was completely just a jogger um, who was being lynched? I, I don't even understand how that came across. Secondly, I noticed in the video and after reading reports that he's wearing khaki shorts. So just an easy question to ask is if you are just a jogger and he is being described in the media as an avid jogger, an avid jogger, which is something he does all the time, I do not know any avid joggers that jog in khaki shorts. Now, again, that's a question. That is not insinuating anything. It's just saying that if you look at the video, you probably should have had more questions than answers. And yet,
2: So because he had on khaki shorts and because the media said he's an avid jogger, she needs to bring that up as we discuss the relevance of this. Why is this man dead and why nothing has happened to it? So I, I'm trying to figure out when she says that's not that big of a deal, basically what she said. Then why she bring it up? I'm just asking, okay. but let's
5: keep she, going. What she, what she said was this brings up more questions. So here are some questions. Could you tell that he didn't have a weapon on him? Could you tell he didn't have a burglary tool? Could you tell that he had burglary <laughs> tools on him? Could you, also, could you also tell that they had a clear video of him? And they could they could have turned his turned his video over to somebody if they really thought that he had done somebody something. Somebody like the police, since they already called nine one one. Yeah. And, and so these yeah, they all could have. But these are all questions that Candace Owens doesn't want to pose, but she should have posed. No, because that, that exactly. Listen, here we go. The media and
0: everybody was issuing a verdict that this was some crazy situation where a couple of white people woke up and thought, you know what? Today, I want to lynch a black person, and I think this is the right guy. I see someone. Let's go for it. Let's get in our pickup bed and go find ourselves a black person.
2: Here you go again with the hyperbole. Now what she's trying to downplay what they did by saying, oh, but since these guys didn't just wake up and say we're going to kill a black person, then that means that it was, it was just it's something else. Not necessarily because you don't wake up and say you're going to kill a black person. But you could be at the point to where you're saying, I don't like black people, and this guy is, is a threat to my community. This guy is is, is is going in his house. He's probably up to no good. If he didn't steal enough, if so he's not stealing something now, he's going to go back and tell his friends and come back and steal something later. I don't like these jokers around here anyway, so let me go and deal with them. It may not Get- have been the original intent, may not have been the murder, but that's what turned out. So since you started a crime, since you did something you shouldn't do, whatever happens on that is your fault. So she tried to use the hyperbole saying, oh, these guys just wake up and, 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 and plan this stuff, and it just so happens. That's how she's trying to
5: flip the script. I want to say something to exit in the interest of your time or your broadcast. I, I'm, I'm, I, believe, in the, I believe in holding firearms. I own some, okay? I'm okay with that, but I'm a responsible user of it. I hope that at some point in the interest of the, the taxpayers' dollars, That these dimwits just step up, acknowledge their error, acknowledge that they acted in malice, and demonstrate that they realize clearly that they they had firearms and they were governing themselves irresponsibly. And as a result of that, somebody's life was forfeited, not lost, forfeited, taken out so that this could just move forward because this was horrible, man. I'll yes. talk to y'all
2: mm-hmm. later. <laughs> All right, I appreciate that. Let's listen to some candor. That's good stuff, Todd.
0: That was actually, it just made no, no sense. But people rarely pause to think because people are desperate to foster this race narrative in this country and because there's not many examples of people being lynched or black people being pursued on foot by white people. And the media really drums this one up. All right, so we instantly should have been asking ourselves, is this guy just a jogger? That was sort of bottom line, I thought, there's no way this guy was just jogging. And then you hear that the people that, he, that, that actually shot him had called 911. So for everybody that is saying that this person was uh, you know, murdered, I can tell you right now, no matter how upset you are, This is not going to amount to a murder charge. The legal definition of a murder, you have to be able to prove that this was meditated, um, that there was some element of meditation. People do not call the cops before they murder.
2: To cover up a murder. And secondly, even if you call the cops, it doesn't mean that later on... You could get charged for murder because you did something that would now amount to murder. You just call 911. It doesn't mean everything you do after that is fair game, and you can just say, well, I did call 911. That's my get-out-of-jail-free card. That's not how it works.
3: Clearly, she's never watched the ID channel. They call the police all the time when they are guilty. <laughs> Clearly. But, no, she probably
2: has, but this is a black person, and he's some white folk that's doing it. So let's see.
0: Don't pick up the phone and say hi, 911. I'm about to go out and commit a murder. That doesn't make any sense, okay? Obviously something went wrong. So this will amount and can amount to a manslaughter charge, maybe a manslaughter conviction. This is not going to amount to a murder conviction, okay? He was not the only person that called 911. Multiple people throughout the, na- throughout the neighborhood called 911 um, because they were reporting seeing a person entering in a property that was not theirs, that was under construction. Now. I've seen people who first said that this was all a lie and he was just a jogger now pivot and say, okay, he just liked to look around at architecture in the neighborhood and that that was a thing. Well, first and foremost, okay, just a jogger wearing khakis who decides to stop in the middle of a jog to go onto a property that isn't his and enter in a you know a construction site, a garage or a house, whatever it is that was under construction and go in and expect nobody to raise a red flag. That's pointedly ridiculous. What I hate about this and what I always hate about you know when black America gets behind the issue like this is that we can never argue and be reasonable. We can never ha-
2: now when she said that um, she she's back on the, on the on the khaki issue like that really matters. But at the same time, who goes in a construction site with khaki pants on from jogging to go steal something? If, if so you, you Khaki pants on and, and short sleeve shirt and tennis shoes, what what are you stealing? What's in a construction site that you're going to actually steal? The, the heavy equipment? We you steal a hammer? You steal a screwdriver? What did he get, a couple of couple, some nails? He
3: didn't steal anything.
2: Okay, just checking. Because she wanted to play it off like he's not just a jogger because he's got on khaki shorts. But at the same time, he's not just a thief because he's got on khaki shorts.
1: Right. And to
2: say that if all these people called 911, how come the cops didn't – what what took the cops so long to get there? They came. After the fact. After the fact. Okay. Just but saying. even on the
3: 911 of the tape, they said he
2: ain't stealing. nothing. Exactly. So it wasn't that but big a deal. So we got no. to wrap this thing up, too. Yeah. And and down. Here's
3: one of the things she said on there that we're not going to get to is that she said no one would walk into a house that's not built, a construction site, to look around. She said no one does that. She obviously has doesn't have touch with reality. Because I guess she's like LeBron James. Which I doesn't guess know. she just doesn't have. Because I've done it. I've done times. it multiple times. I know multiple people have done it. You walk around the na- like in my neighborhood when these houses were being built. We would be going on for a walk, and we would look in the houses. And
2: see what it's going to yep. look like, yep. and look, look at the instructions. House okay. yep. And, look look at, this, and you look at the before, is. and look at the after, and be like, wow, that's how that's made. Or, oh, wow, that's what that looks like up so under the wall. So nobody does
3: that, you're out of touch. You don't know what's going
2: on. No, I think she knows. She made an excuse for that. But she she goes on and, and, and makes further further excuses for uh, what's happened. But the questions that we raise, and I, I want to understand, because I think this goes deeper. So why I got you guys listening, um, these are some things that come to my head. Um, we talk about the lie that the police officers told uh, told his family. Now, just, just think about this. For you as a police officer, you have to, to go and tell a lie about a murder that's in the middle of the day, in the middle of the street, in a neighborhood full of people. You have to have some kind of control over the media because somebody would have called the media and they would come out and report that there has been a murder on this street. Here's the body, it's down, it's a little bit down, you know, they flag it off. Who who did they report, or if they reported anything, was that person that died in the middle of the street? What name did they give for that dead person? Because the cops told the family that Ahmad was killed somewhere else doing something else. So either you you have to stop the media and keep them from telling the truth. So this goes, and again, this goes a little bit deeper than just saying, "Hey, this guy was killed on the streets, and 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 folk got away with it." It's more than getting away with it. It to me, it's got to be a conspiracy with the police department, with the DA's office, and the media to keep this from going public. Now, the other part of it, which uh, we didn't go and get a chance to because the time's running out, hour goes by quick, is that the one that made the video, and. The McMillan, the Mc, Mc, what's his name McMichaels uh the dad he said in in the police report, when the police got there and gave a report about what happened, he said that the person with the video camera again was part of it, said he tried to uh, my tried to turn around, I tried to go another way, and the guy with the video camera tried to block its path, but it was unsuccessful, and so that makes him a part of it, but of course, the guy with the video camera was like, "Nope, wasn't me, I was just recording." I didn't have him. Uh, his attorney was saying that there was no kind of communication between the the McMichaels and him. He just happened to be there, just happened to be recording. And
3: he said um, in an interview that he saw what was going on from his house and he just followed because he said something didn't look right, so he followed. Right. But again, so Mr. McMichael Senior said, "Nope, he was part of this. He was." Um,
2: he he helped. He, he tried, tried to, block him, to block
3: him in, and it didn't work.
2: So I don't, I don't know what that's about, but at the same time. I had to give him some kind of props because he turned the video in and he didn't have to, it was on his cell phone. He could easily hit the delete button and be done with it. And all we would be doing, we have nothing to go by except right. what, what the people that are alive are saying, right. which was that he attacked them and they had to defend themselves and they didn't chase him. It wasn't anything like that. You could listen to Candace Owens', uh, Candace Owens rendition or that DA's rendition. The guy said, oh, is obvious. It's a fact yeah. that Aubrey was the aggressor. Well, according to the video, it's not a fact. According to the video, he was chased. According to the testimony, uh, the, the write up, he was chased. According to the video of him going inside the home, with the video and going inside their home, he just looked around and left. So all these things would not have come out without video. Right. So we and have to.
3: The guy who um, showed the video, and I can't think of his name right now. Um, I think his last name was Williams, but he showed the video at the scene. So he brought a cop into his car and showed him the video on his cell phone at the scene. Yeah. So at the scene they had all the information they needed.
2: And they still said no need for res. This yeah. is justifiable killing. All right, we gotta we gotta shut it down. It's it's past time already. But we just wanted to give you a little taste of what is out there we uh in, in the media, in the world. And I'm I'm highly disappointed in Candace Owens. And, again she does see a lot of things that I like and I've given her kudos. But also, with anybody any time you you can't like everything everybody does, but I think on this case, she did wrong. There's no two things, ways about that in in my mind from what I've seen so far, she is dead wrong and seems like she's just trying to appease some folk for for whatever reason.
3: Yeah. that's
2: my personal opinion. yeah
3: check out the video. The video's out there. you'll know it because it's the one of her with her hair not combed,
2: There's a few of them with her hair not combed no
3: not that, I don't think I ain't never seen' her look that bad look okay. like she just woke up.
2: Okay, all you got to do is YouTube Candace Owens, that's C A N D A C E O W E N S, and it says, The title is Was Ahmad Aubrey Just a Jogger, or Was He Murdered for Being Black? So you can, that's the one of the somebody's got the video on there, you can just listen to it. But um, we're going to see where this case goes on. we got a lot of people that's going down and, and raising money and things for Ahmad and putting the pressure on. We'll see if we can get some justice for Ahmad. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, again, it, and, 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 you know, conclusion, it's not as bad to me. It's not as bad as as LeBron James is saying. We're not literally being hunted as soon as we walk out. But there's definitely, 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 in my opinion, there's definitely an atmosphere in which uh, certain people feel okay with killing us and they're not going to get away with it, just like they used to do in the – uh, early 1900s and mid-1900s when they'll lynch a black man and take a photo with them with their whole family. He's hanging or he's burning up and they get the photo, the they kids, the family, doing a before. picnic. They're taking like they just killed a lion on safari and they're happy with it. So that's not going. And and thank thank God for these these cameras now and, and videos. And we started learning that with, with uh, Rodney King, right? We learned that in the
3: 60s when they started showing what was going on in Birmingham.
2: True that. All right, so Again, thank you for tuning in. It's Let's talk politics with Frederick Wilson and Kathy Taylor. Uh, we hope that you got some information, some insight, something better than what you wouldn't have gotten, what you would have gotten had you not listened to us. As always, we do like you to tune in. We'd like you to participate. Press that one button. Be a part of the show. Thanks, Todd, for your great information and and sharing with us. And spread the word. We do this every Monday, 7 p.m. Uh, the call number nine one seven nine three two one zero seven eight. And as always, I tell you to think critically and get involved with your family, with your community, and your country. All right? Good night, folks.